Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Debate Wednesday. Chuck Bonnerill, Julie Hayden, the Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show. Truth straight up. That's right. The show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, and HappyTrees.co. Chuck, once again, broadcasting from the world headquarters of the Glendale Cherry Creek Chronicle, which goes to the printer uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's like, um, but the paper is coming along well and we'll have updates, um, on some of this stuff then. Yeah. Like you said, it's debate Wednesday. Um, it is bizarre how much coverage the debate is getting given the fact that the front runner, Donald Trump, isn't going, um, Tucker Carlson came out today. Trump confirmed this morning and then Tucker Carlson came out on Twitter and also confirmed, you know, he said when Donald Trump, um, on Sunday announced that he wasn't going to participate in the debate, he then called me and said, Hey, you know, I'd like to come on your show because you have millions and millions and millions of more viewers than I'd ever get on cable TV. And Tucker said, sure. And so (laughs) the two most hated people at Fox, Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump, are joining forces to trounce and troll Fox. I I just think it's hilarious. Well, Fox has announced that Martha McCallum and and Brett Baer will be doing, you know, outtakes of Trump's more outrageous statements at times and asking the <laughs> candidates to, to comment So we can't on have them. Trump, so we can't have Trump, um, but the, so they're going to play sound bites from Trump that they select, of course, and oh, edit. Yeah, right? They'll be his best moments, undoubtedly. So that's what Ash Epp was tweeting, the role of Trump in tonight's debate will be played by Fox News. So, right. <laughs> um, well, you know, that's not the only fraud they're doing. It was they've been doing kind of like these, you know, town halls that they've been pretending to have um, on. And I want to play the soundbite just right off the bat because it is so funny and indicative of why, if you're Trump, you're, you're skipping the debate for any number of reasons. So they have this town hall. Martha McCallum's interviewing people and who they maybe favor. And of course, there are not many people say, well, I favor Trump. You know what I mean? That's like, you know, everyone favors Trump. That doesn't count. But so they have this one guy on and and he's clearly a DeSantis supporter. I'm going to play the soundbite. And then I'm going to tell you this guy is anything but what they call the random GOP voter. We'll tell you who he really is, but take a listen to the soundbite. So if we could please play the Fox fraud soundbite, Thomas. Okay, Chris, tell me about, you know, who else you're primarily looking at. Do you have anybody up there that you're thinking that you're leaning toward at this point? Yeah, so I'm going with Ron DeSantis, and he has the record, the proven track record, and he's the one guy who can hire the right people and also execute on legislation. He understands policy. He understands government is boring. And to get things from point A to Z, he's shown how to do that in Florida. And that's what differs him between Donald Trump who doesn't take much interest in policy, but he's very good on policy. They agree on 90 to 95% of the things, but you have to hire the right people and you have to execute on these things, which means that you got to read and you got to put the right people in place. And Ron DeSantis of everyone on that stage has proved that um, more than that, just by everybody on that stage. And, um, and that's why I'm going with him. So, you know, 
so you and that's why you think he has better quality that's why you would choose him over the former president at the end of the day in order to achieve a conservative agenda you need someone who understands those things who's going to put the right people in place and knows how to work the system to get things done he has proven that in florida um, and it's just very competent government. That's what I'm voting for is competent government. And of all the people on stage tomorrow, and Trump is not on stage, but he's the one most competent out of everyone running. So, Chris, you, you, you support former President Trump. What you need to know about that guy, right, is his name is Chris Lawrence. Um, Fox was portraying this as a town hall with random GOP voters, okay? He works for the Koch Network, the Koch brothers, which are spending $70 million to defeat Trump. He's a field officer in Wisconsin for the Americans for Prosperity, which hate Trump. I mean, he's, he's a plant, right? There's there's no way, which makes you wonder about the other people, right? At Fox. Well, undoubtedly, I, mean, right I, I don't know bat. how the rest of that interview went, but when they said when they pointed to the woman who was a Trump supporter, she didn't seem like the brightest candle in the in the. Oh, in the I, mean, I mean, exactly. Oh, I mean, here for Trump. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but to betray him—that's why. If you want to have him on, go ahead and have him on, right? Yeah, very um, but but then I don't identify him as this random GOP voter whose name we drew out of a hat. He's he's a he's a political operative, right? It'd be like having you know Dick Wadhams on to talk about you know the opt out or something and call him a random GOP voter. It's like no, you know, and that you know. Speaking of that, they have. I've seen some descriptions of this debate. I think. Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying it's simply a debate for the consultants in the donor class, right? right, Um, right. It's like, because who's going to be up there? We've got, um, what do we got? We got um, Burgum, right? Christie, DeSantis. I think Burgum's coming in from the hospital. Right, right. During a basketball game. Exactly. Um, um, Asa Hutchinson, Pence, Ramasamy, and Scott. But the front runner, I, I mean, I just think this is Trump- making clear to them, you stupid media people, you need me and my base more than, you know, than than we need you, um, which is why Fox's ratings are plummeting, and which is why tens of millions of people will watch it on Tucker Carlson and just a handful of million will watch it. I'd be curious to see really, I mean, they're hyping it, but I don't know. What do you think? I'd be curious to see if very many people watch it at all. It'd be like watching... I don't know, like a preseason football game, right? Where where they play none of the starters and and they have the you know the farm team on it. Be like, you maybe if you got nothing else going on, you might watch it. But why why would you want to waste your time? Well, I'm I'm going to waste my time, you know, and and because I want to see how I'm just interested how Ramaswamy does, how DeSantis does, and I mean, you know, it's going to be vaguely interesting. Um, and there's nothing else, right? I mean, you know, there's not a not an actual vote until five months from now. Um, and it's almost overwhelmingly Trump and, and uh, Biden. So if you like yeah. politics, it is the only game in town. Well, Leo is saying the only question at tonight's debate should be, why are you, why are you watching this? You know what show? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and you know, if you're a candidate, it is probably tricky. Number one, there are going to be eight people up there. So it's hard with that many people to do it. It's going to be interesting to see how much, I mean, for instance, if I'm Ramaswamy or if I'm Ron DeSantis, I don't know that I want to talk about Trump that much. He's so far ahead. You, This is the battle for second place, really, a far distant second place, don't you think? And like, as Trump is trolling, this is an audition for the vice president spot. Well, I think it's more of a, you know, if if uh, Trump is, is assassinated or jailed in a, in a isolation cell or something else, 
you know, you're you're the leading candidate yeah. for that because, I mean, all the rest of them now are, are barely above single digits. I mean, you know, Ramaswamy's 10, DeSantis is 10. I mean, that's pathetic. Right. That is pathetic. And the rest of them, I mean, Nikki Haley is one of my favorite people to hate. Um, Chris Christie, what a fat as, as the president said. Um, uh, he got, who are the rest of them? Mike Pence, oh my God. So it's a wonderfully hateable group of people. Oh, well, it is. And and except for Ramaswamy, but, but even so, like you said, there's attention paid and we pay attention. But I think if you're like the average person out there, you know, you never even heard of many of these people. Right. Um, and I think it's interesting because, you know, Trump may debate. I, but there's no way Biden's going to debate ever. I don't think he's mentally well, no, and physically. He, he barely can. Right. So there's so there's. There's not going to be a debate. And I think it's just going to be, I mean, number one, I think that's looking at it sort of politically. Trump is so far ahead. He has zero to gain by doing this, except for giving attention to, to a competitor, right? right number right. two, he's got, you, you know, Fox, I've said this before, will set him up with questions that can be used against him in the multitude of, you know, legal cases that he's had filed against him. So it would just be foolish to do that. Um, and I, I think and why his presence will draw more people to watch it. So why would you want to give these guys a, a stage in the first place? So I, I just think it's to me, it's just hilarious that Trump, I've, as I've been saying, is sort of just flipping off the, the RNC and Fox News and say, I'm not going to go to your stupid bias debate. <laughs> well, you know, a lot more interesting was when when Tucker Carlson was interviewing people like Mike Pence and just ripping them apart in a nice way. I mean, he wasn't hostile to him, but wow. Um, and, you know, it's eight people. I mean, they, do you really need Asa Hutchinson? I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you know, at this point, like you said, it's like, you know, the, the 10%, 12%, 1%. This is from Dr. Donna. Um, Biden would trip getting up to the stage. And then Leo says, if Trump gets assassinated, Newsom will become a Republican and run. And run. Yeah, <laughs> oh, this is funny. Ramaswamy did have his um, RFK Jr. moment, though. He was, remember when RFK Jr. was doing the, the bench presses or the whatever, yeah, push-ups, yeah, right, 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 with the shirt off, right? So Ramaswamy was like getting ready for the debate and he was showing himself playing tennis shirtless. So, All right. <laughs> which a very I thought, good tennis player. Yeah, he looked good. I don't know if he was kind of making fun of, you know what I mean? Or poking fun at the whole oh, thing. I just or not, want to go bare chested, kind of like exactly. Putin, uh, Putin did it, and Putin can do it. Our president needs to be able to do it. Exactly. Um, um, one of the other things I wanted to do is kind of funny because the Trump team has been trolling Ron DeSantis sort of, sort of mercilessly. And somebody put together, it wasn't the Trump team, but this is part of an ad where it's talking, or not an ad, it was a little uh, meme that somebody put together, kind of being Ron DeSantis being sad. But in it, they show CNN talking about the Trump numbers, um, which is just interesting. I, I mean, and you look at it, and I don't know how you keep a campaign running. You're like, okay, so we're down by $8 million trillion percent, right? How do you keep going? Um, Thomas, if we could please play the Trump lead soundbite. Nationally, Trump's lead is even larger. I always call it massive. Sometimes they say huge. Not a bad one. So these are three polls that were out over the last week. Look at these leads for Donald Trump. He's at 62 percent of the CBS News YouGov poll, 57 percent in Quinnipiac University. 53% of the Fox News poll, 
Look at where DeSantis is in all these polls. Look how far back he is. He doesn't crack 20% in any of them. What are my chances? Not good. So this idea that Donald Trump can't win the general election, I want you to lose that idea. This race is very, very close, and Donald Trump is polling better right now than basically at any point during the entire 2020 After cycle. four indictments. After four indictments. It just doesn't really matter. seem to matter. That's fascinating. She looks really crabby. That CNN reporter says, after four indictments, she looks like, we are doing everything. What else can we do? We can indict him more. It doesn't seem to make any difference. What's wrong with the stupid voters? Um, here, this is some funny from Leo. Leo, I wanted to see Nikki Haley playing tennis shirtless, but I still would not vote for her. <laughs> now we're going to get banned from YouTube again. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd vote for uh, Carrie Lake instead of Nikki Haley. <laughs> <laughs> for having a shirtless contest. Oh, oh, guys, guys, we're trading into bad. We're going to get the Snow White actress coming after us here. But it will be it'll be interesting to watch, I think, to me, just to see how the candidates handle it, what their strategy is. Right. Because it's kind of interesting. Remember when Kamala Harris started attacking Joe Biden? Of course, then she quit after she became the vice presidential candidate when she was like the little girl being bust and segregated. And Joe, you're a racist kind of she went there. It'll be curious to see if DeSantis you know, do you attack Trump? Do you attack Ramaswamy? Do you alternate? Do you attack Pence? I mean, if you were, you, you you know, you've been kind of a consultant. How would you advise your candidate? Or do you want to be, you just want to sound good and charismatic? Um, I'd go after, you know, going after Trump, there's only one person who is, you know, that's his whole campaign is Chris Christie. Um, so he should go after Trump because if he doesn't, you know, the liberal networks won't let him on back on. Uh, but after DeSantis, I'd praise Trump. You know, I would I would not be going negative on him. Um, I don't know who I'd pick out. I'd, I'd pick on a Mike Pence because everybody hates Mike Pence anyway. So yeah. after DeSantis, I'd, I'd say you're a traitor's vice president. And just <laughs> rip him. Just rip him. And, and everybody Chris- go, yeah, get Mike Pence, get him. <laughs> And then you would go, Asa, who? And say, are you running for president? Well, it, it is. I mean, and that's what the, C, the CNN guy was referencing. The other candidates, part of their platform has to be that Trump can't win a general election because of all the legal problems, because he's so divisive. And now he says mean things on true social instead of Twitter. But clearly that's not true, right? Well, and when Twitter, he, they, they all do worse than he does. Right. It's not, if DeSantis, would have something that showed him 10 points ahead of ahead of Biden. And he does worse than Trump. I mean, so right. there's nothing. Well, and when you look at that, Trump is essentially neck and neck with Biden. And now that may be right. part of the Democrats' problem is, is they're like, we need another candidate, but that's their problem. I just think, yeah, they're all running. I mean, how do you get out there and say, the reason I'm running for president is I'm hoping that Donald Trump, I mean, I don't want him to get thrown in jail, but in case he does, I'm crossing my finger. You know what I mean? Then the country, I'm here to save you. It's It's a weird position to take because on the one hand, you should be condemning them throwing Trump in jail and all of this, right? And the polls clearly show people don't believe the indictments. So it's hard, you know, when you have somebody like Ken Buck saying, well, I don't know if I could vote for a president who was under indictment. It's like, well, you'd be the only Republican not to then, you know? I mean, right. it's it's a tricky. So I guess they just pretend, well, you know, that they're probably believe Donald Trump isn't going to be there, really, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, it, it is. It is. I, I don't think for lots of them, because it's shown poll after poll, Republicans do not want to hear uh, criticism of Trump. Now, Chris Christie is the exception to that, because that's all he's done. 
Right. Uh, that's all he's good for. And that's why he's so widely hated in the Republican Party. Well, uh, and he's he's running for CNN contributor is what he's running for. Right, you know? right, I think right, Ramaswamy yeah. is running for the future, a future spot. Right. Yeah, this is, yeah. you know, and which I think would be good. So far, I've been impressed by Ramaswamy. Ron DeSantis, I think, is probably committed political suicide, maybe maybe in Florida again. Um, but, but, you know, he's clearly, somebody was saying, how can you say Ron DeSantis is a rhino? And you're like, because all of his donors are rhino establishment people. It's like, they're not backing him because he's grassroots, right? The grassroots well, candidate. I mean, he, I mean, they're willing to back him unless he crosses certain lines. One of those lines, as Ramaswamy has pointed out, is Iraq. The donor class loves the Iraq war and no one can exactly. You mean Ukraine, that. Ukraine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Ukraine. Or I know they can quite figure out why they love it so much. I mean, they're not Raytheon uh, owners of stock and stuff, but but you know. So when when DeSantis said he didn't think Ukraine was in our national interest, he quickly backed off um, right. as quick as he possibly could. So there are two things the donor class believes in: one, endless war in Ukraine, and two, a national economic policy uh, that doesn't help the middle class or the working class but promotes trade with China and other foreign countries. So DeSantis never talks about national economic policy and neither do any of the other ones. Right. Uh, and while people may not, you know, that's all Trump talks about, not all, but a huge part of what he talks right. about. Um, so the answer to the Ukraine war will be interesting. Um, and and also be if they get into, you know, do you believe in tariffs? Do you believe uh, in unlimited visas for highly educated people? Do you... It'll be interesting if they get into those those areas and not so much. Um, it'll be interesting. You're right. It'll be interesting to see what they actually ask. Right. Yes. Um, yes. And, and you know, well, they and, won't be allowed to ask the national economic policy question. Because those guys don't have any. Right. I mean, well, they do, but it's always obscured, as right. conservative treehouse always points out. The Murdoch certainly have an opinion on national economic policy and it should help. You know, everybody else but the Americans. Um, right. <laughs> this is from Barney. What about Larry? No, Larry on the stage. I think he means Larry Elder. Yeah, Larry Elder wants to sue. He's saying doing. he's Yeah, Don't yeah. Stop it's, the vote. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. earlier, we, we can get into the lawfare tactics. Um, Jacob is referencing some of the states that say, oh, we're going to try to not have Trump on the ballot. You know, I don't think that'll work, but they're going to try. I mean, they're oh, trying it might. everything. It might. I mean, it'll right. take the U.S. Supreme Court to interfere. Exactly. Which will be um, curious to see what they do. In the meantime, the one funny thing was Imer on the show was talking about, and he helped me find it. It was, it's a promo, sort of a deep fake promo with Brett Baer and Martha McCallum um, promoting the debate tonight without Trump. So Tom, just wanted to play that for you guys. Thomas, if we could please play the debate soundbite. Even though President Trump is kicking everyone's ass in the primary polls. We're still trying to set him up with our bullshit Republican primary debate. I mean, maybe he'll show up. And we're just hoping everyone takes shots at him so we can help Ron DeSantis. Because we're Fox News. And we suck. And we don't really give a shit. About our viewers' opinion. We only care about getting a big, fat paycheck. And about not getting fired like Tucker Carlson. The first Republican primary that's pretty funny isn't it that's great i love that that was great it's like which is true that's all they do care about we only care about not getting fired like tucker carlson if the murdoch family tells us we like we like desantis we like desantis um you know it's kind of funny i thought that was good well you know going into the lawfare thing i wanted to switch gears there because today um rudy giuliani 
Sidney Powell, yesterday, John Eastman, all the, the millions of people who most of them never even met Trump. No, not quite. But who've been down indicted. Right. Um, oh, Leo says, Julie, I'm sending you the bill for my keyboard that I just spilled beer all over. I know that was pretty funny. We'll play it again at the end of the show. Um, but they have been indicted in Georgia. Um, Trump turns himself in tomorrow. They're making them all take mug shots, right? Um, doing everything they can to make it as humiliating as possible. As the frustrated, crabby CNN person noted, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, people still are voting for Trump. But, you know, but that's one of the tactics. They've got all these lawsuits. Um, they're going to maybe try to keep him in jail. Um, states are going to use it as an excuse to keep him off the ballot. Um, I, I think the Supreme Court is probably going to get drawn into this. I mean, I think they're going to have to be, don't you think? Or well, well they who don't knows? Want to be, they won't. But uh, you know, it, it really is sad that that you have the Atlanta indictment and claim same with Miami. Miami, uh, they you know indicted the uh, a security guy and some other mm-hmm. person, and you know they they totally destroyed any belief or trust people have in our uh, justice system, uh, and properly so. I mean, this this would not have happened ten years ago, and it's a disgrace. I mean, it's it, just it's just a disgrace that these woke prosecutors can abuse the system as badly as they do. Well, and and that and that the Republicans seem to do nothing about it. McCarthy well, is saying, McConnell, "Oh, when we come back, really maybe." Some, no, no, what? the Republican Party has has for its entire existence, almost after the Civil Wars. You know, how do we how do we how do we uh, not do anything? Right. Well, and that's an, and Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, though, he had a comment, I mean, which is good. John Eastman talked to the media and they're like, do you still believe that the election was rigged? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. No doubt in my mind. And they're like, oh, how can you say these smarmy little reporters who have no clue? I mean, you right. look at the information that came out today about the thousands of fraudulent ballots from Dominion machines that they just found in Georgia. Right. I mean, right. it's I mean, none of these people have any clue about what the actual evidence is. But, but Rudy and Giuliani, they found the FBI. This is a shock. I'm sure the FBI has been sitting on the investigation for over two years doing nothing well exactly not them they would never they would never do that they're too busy investigating catholics and parents right they don't have time they don't have time for anything else but here's what rudy giuliani had to say which i think is really true um so if we could please play the rudy bite georgia and i'm feeling very very good about it because i feel like i'm defending the rights of all americans as i did so many times as a united states attorney People, people like to say I'm different. I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia, that made New York City the safest city in America, reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of any city, anywhere. And I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment I represented Donald Trump. And it is a man who has now been proven innocent several times. I don't know how many times he has to be proven innocent. And they have to be proven to be liars. Actually, enemies of our republic were destroying rights, sacred rights. They're destroying my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicted all his lawyers. Never heard of that before in America. All the lawyers indicted. Now, whether you dislike or you like Donald Trump, let me give you a warning. <laughs> the kid comes for you. When the political winds shift, as they always do. Let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American than these people in charge of this government. Because if our government is conducted this way, 
and the system of justice is politicized and criminalized for politics, your rights are in jeopardy and your children's. Donald Trump told you this. They weren't just coming for him or me. Now they've indicted people in this case. I don't even know who they are. These are just regular people making a normal living. They're going to bankrupt them. They won't convict them. I think that's we've talked about this that's before. the most impressive Rudy Giuliani that I've seen in a while well and, and he's absolutely right like he said yeah. I mean let's break that down a little bit to talk about just the complete and, and then get into what do we do about it which is the trickier question but I, I mean to so when you're a lawyer it's your job to outline all of the options to the client no matter how ridiculous they might be I mean if it's a potential option you it's your job to, to right I mean I'm sure you had plenty of clients Chuck that you know you you maybe you knew what you would have done if they were them but you had to give them all of the options right well you should <laughs> at least that's what you're paid for I mean but the, but the but fact how that, the... the fact that the entire Republican Senate, members of the Senate aren't all in outrage and are just sitting back there kind of sucking on their thumbs uh, with a few exceptions. Uh, it's disgraceful. I mean, Tom <laughs> Thune, um, all those senators, and they're just sitting there and Mitch McConnell, my God. Well, they're doing that because they're the unit party. But let me go back to, though, just how bad this is, because how would that hamper your ability to give counsel to your client if you thought, well, I might be indicted for this, right? I might be charged with a crime with the RICO conspiracy for coming up with this theory of defense. I mean, which is essentially what they're doing, right? I mean, Trump had a number of lawyers who were advising him a number of times about a number of things, and they're indicting all of his lawyers. So number one, that's going to have a chilling effect on any lawyer, which is what they want to have it happen too, right? They want to make all the lawyers say go away. I mean, there's been talk about some of these defendants are having a hard time finding lawyers, right? Yeah, I'm sure um, they would. And, and it's like that completely is, so they're calling lawyers to testify against Trump. I mean, it, it's unheard of that you would charge a lawyer for a crime. I mean, nothing that he did violated any kind of legal ethics. He was just giving, you know, options, whether they were good or bad. It was just a job. And, and to now say, no, if you present options that we, the government, don't like, if I'm a prosecutor and you're going to maybe, let's say, raise the insanity defense, right? Well, you have the right to do that. But if I'm going to say, no, I don't like that defense, so I'm going to now charge you, the lawyer, with a crime. I mean, that's got massive, I think, well, trickle John down Eastman effects. Well, John is out in California. He's in Atlanta, too. He was charged with moral turpitude right. um, for recommending a legal theory. I mean, that's how bad it's gotten. That's how bad it's gotten. And the fact that Republicans, that everyone isn't outraged by, by, by it is, is, wow, what a country. Well, and, and to switch gears a little bit or to kind of move to something I know you wanted to talk about, Rudy Giuliani is absolutely right that if they could do this to Trump, if they could do this to him, they they could do this to look at the thousands of January 6th people, literally thousands of January 6th people. Um, they can certainly do it to anybody. You know, like we said, Matt well, Taib- You know, the, the, the memo that uh, traditional Catholics uh, were extremists and therefore need to be hunted down. Uh, pro-life people need to be hunted down. Um, well, and look what they're doing to to Ramaswamy. All of a sudden, you know, and you listen to it, but he was somebody pulled from someplace something he said about 9-11. And now you read the headlines, Ramaswamy defends his conspiracy theory about 9-11, blah, blah, blah. 
and I saw Scott Adams had a funny take on it on Twitter. He said, you know, CNN, CNN asks, Ramaswamy, why did you say that conspiracy theory about 9-11? And Ramaswamy says, I didn't say that. And CNN goes, we're now going to play a video clip of you not saying anything about the conspiracy theory. They play it and they say, do you want to comment about the video clip we just played that showed you not saying it? And what do you say about that? I mean, it's it's just ludicrous, hey, right? But, but uh, oh, hey, Barney. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got to I got to get in on this. I've kept my mouth <laughs> shut for a while. I've been behaving myself, but uh, the I can't even say his name. The Indian guy. Ramos, um, mommy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, first mommy. Up, I love the way he acts kind of like Captain James T. Kirk when he talks. <laughs> if you watch him, he does. But he does. <laughs> he's going to wipe their asses tonight on that stage. And that's all there is to it. The the fact, and by the way, going back to Rhonda, uh, thanks, Rhonda, for keeping Larry out of there. This is why we can't stand you pukes. You're just pukes. And by the way, my voodoo doll with uh, uh, Mitch McConnell, he's getting there. It's working. Uh, oh, were you the one who made him freeze? What's that? Was that you who made him freeze when he was trying to speak? Yeah, yes, sp- my voodoo doll. I think he crapped his pants and had a stroke. We can't see anything else. You know, no. all I would say to the Republicans in Washington, you guys are the ones, along with the Democrats, that want to start this uh, nuke war with uh, Russia. So, Russia, if you're going to drop any nukes, you drop an omnibus, obese, not us. We're not, yeah. you know, we're not out here picking the fight, but going back to Rumsfeld, he's going to shine tonight. Now, we don't need to listen to the bag of crap, Pence. We don't need to listen to you, Nikki Haley. These people are a joke. And DeSantis, you are such a pompous ass. Forget it, buddy. Check it. I love the fact that Trump's not showing up. Hey, Fox, what's that going to do your ratings? Pick him up your butt. How about that? Can't stand these people. Really, really can't stand them. And you Republicans, you a-holes going along with us. Rhonda, that's why we hate you guys. Trump 2024, whether you like it or not. But by the way, Chuck, we've got all these lawyers. Where are the damn judges that just not, you know, they're just as damn corrupt as these people. This shit shouldn't even be out there. And where is the guy? Where is it that? So when we watched this election go down and we saw the guy in Atlanta, he wasn't the secretary of state, but he was an, one of the officials. They show him the video of the suitcase coming out on off, off the floor and on the table. And he literally, I swear to God, he was crapping his pants. Maybe he peed him. I don't know. What about Detroit where they taped up the windows? No, no, there's nothing wrong here. Nothing to see here. Well, what about the tractor trailer full of ballots that crossed the state line? Was it New Jersey to Pennsylvania? Screw these people. They are lying. They are cheating. And I, and the Republicans are going right along with them. I, I just, but anyway, that little Indian dude, I love that guy. And I, he's the only one out there saying, I don't like the fact that you guys are knocking Trump. They're basically keeping Trump out. He wants the competition. So I don't think he has a chance against Trump. But now these people tonight, yeah, go suck it. Just suck it. You're gone. You're done. This guy's going to take care of you. I hope anyway. But All that's right, my Barney. opinion about this. All Thank right. You. Thank you, Barney. Glad to hear I, you. I, I tell you when, now when, hang up when, on me. When, okay. When, no, we, don't, we won't hang up on you. Well, you know. When, I, when, I, Vivek, when Vivek has Barney's vote, it yeah. shows that he's a pretty wide appeal. Well, uh, yeah. Vivek's, well, you know, uh, Harvard, Yale. Right. Hindu, well, but I think. Um, and and I, I agree with. With Barney, I think Vivek is is the most impressive one after Trump. Let, let me interrupt, Chuck. I forgot to say something. Can you hear me? Okay. Still? Yep. Okay. Talking about the nine eleven thing. Okay. There was no conspiracy. Why did that puke ass Bush let nine let the, all the Saudis?
Saudis up on the, the only planes in the air that day, other than the military jets, were the Saudis on their private golden toilet planes. No, no, it's nothing to see here. 19 of the, <laughs> what was it? 18 of the hijackers were all Saudis? Oh, no. Nothing to see here. You Republicans, you Democrats have been kissing the Saudis' asses forever, and you didn't dare say a thing, and you know damn well they were part of 9-11. So I don't know conspiracy or not. No. All, all he said was the government lied to you, and they're still lying to you. They lied to you about COVID. They lied to you all the time about this crap. But, oh, my God, thank God we have the Army full of green-haired, panty-waist, overweight, transgender, whatever the hell they are, to go to war for us. It's going to be awesome. Okay. We missed you, Barney. Thank you. We missed Thank you. you, Barney. Thank you for chiming in. Well, you know, and, and here's the thing with, with Ramaswamy. I mean, the, the attacks that they're doing on him, that's what we're seeing. It's like any Republican. And that's why when when, when Rudy, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani says and Trump says, you know, they're coming for the rest of us, too. That's like for real. If, if any of those candidates out there, you know, I mean, they've already said, well, you know, Ron DeSantis kidnapped the immigrants. The Democrats have now first they discovered rigging the election. Right. Um, then they discovered this discovered mail in ballots. To discovered ballot harvesting. They have now really discovered and are fine tuning the lawfare, right? It's like, why worry to fix the election? Um, but the New York Times now has an article saying, you know, our elections old school. It's like, of course they are if you're the New York Times. I mean, if you can just like, you know, in prison, in prison, all of your political opponents, it really kind of knocks down the people who are willing to run against you. And I have no doubt that if, if say, if something happens to Trump, right? And then, so let's say Ron DeSantis gets a nomination um, because Trump, for whatever reason, jumps out. You think the Democrats aren't going to go right after Ron DeSantis? They're going to charge him with kidnapping or something like that. Or Ramaswamy, they're going to charge him with conspiracy. This is a tactic that works for them. And they're not going to, don't you think they're not going to just use it against Trump? Well, why would you just do it against any opponent you have? And the Republicans like Ted Cruz say, well, we can't do it against the Democrats. And, and you know, you kind of go, okay, well, then we're dead. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wake up, right? Don't they, it's, it's essentially, you know, um, and this is, now we'll read some of the comments. Um, this is from Charlene Vivek, pulling the right strings, saying the right things, very convincing. Um, and then Barney says, yeah, absolutely, Char. Then th there's some comments about well, Bud Light, Coors Light, in terms of what beer Leo spilled on his keyboard. Um, but I think, though, you're right. Republicans got to wake up. Well, you know, they maybe they'll wake up because once the the I mean, Trump, if for the lawfare people is kind of low hanging fruit. Right. And once they kind of get through all of that, I'm firmly convinced that they'll start going after other people. If you're Jared Polis, you know, why not? If you've got a potentially serious contender in Colorado, shoot, file some various criminal charges against him. Um, well, just think about this from 1865 well into the 1930s. Um, all, well, all, most Southern Blacks were Republicans, uh, but the Southern Democrats uh, would have poll taxes and grandfather clause and whatever else deny them the right to vote. And therefore, it was the solid South because Blacks couldn't vote. It was not, and the Republicans did zero about zero. It was not until the 1930s and Blacks started voting Democrat that all of a sudden, everybody started getting, hey, we can't, this is unfair, this is unjust, these are civil rights. That only happened. It was not because the Republicans did anything uh, for the 80 years um, that they, they Republican voters were prevented from voting, is only until they became Democrats. 
Yeah. Um, the Republicans never did anything about Tammany Hall or or Boss Daly or anything else. They have always been this cowardly uh, group that just goes along to get along. Yeah, you know, and we were we were exa- and we were talking the other day about you know jury nullification, right? Um, every so often that's come up. I remember when I used to cover courts in Denver, there was a group that was pushing for that, and that is where the jury basically takes legal matters into their own hands, right? And and says screw right. it. You know, this is wrong. We're not going to convict on this. But the trouble is with something like that. I mean, because I was reading a thing that says, well, why doesn't Trump just like not cooperate? And you're right. I mean, what do you do that now they come arrest you? Right. When I mean, you have the whole force of the, the government yeah, against you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Who well, they won't even like let get a TSA pre-check because she's a flight right. risk. I mean, so it is, you know, the it is one of those things where the people need and they won't, but the Republicans to act because there is not, you know, again, if they, 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 they've rigged it so that they're filing these charges in districts where the juries and the judges hate Trump and they don't care whether, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll convict him no matter what. Right. 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 Um, well, here's some now, now we'll take this. Chuck has become obsessed again with um, the Snow White story. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the woke Snow White. I, I mean, it's been all over the places. I mean, it, it's almost like they hired Dylan Mulvaney to help him plan a PR campaign, right? right. It's god awful. Yeah, yeah. How, how did you tank Bud Light? It's like yeah. we'd like to do the same thing for the movie before we even release it. So Snow White, which isn't even supposed to come out till March of next year, the actress Rachel Zegler, who plays Snow White, number one, isn't white. There are no dwarfs in it, um, and it's one not dwarf. about the one dwarf. One dwarf. Well, yeah. And and it's not about the prince or anything like that. I mean, again, as I keep saying, why didn't they just make their own movie then? But, you know, instead they want to tr- the, the way that movie works is they try to fool people to going to see it because they think it'll be cute. If you like Snow White, then you go see this. Right. And said it has nothing to do with it. But she's all she does is trash it. And, and, and she's destroying the entire Disney brand single handedly almost. Don't you think? Well, I mean, even- you know, she's been able to take all the zeitgeist about Disney and why we all hate Disney and, and Iger and everything else and, and distill it into <laughs> into one person that we all get to universally hate. I mean, she's the Amber Heard um, of our, our of, of <laughs> Well, and here she is. Here she is. So the, the meanwhile, you know, it's not like Hollywood isn't having its issues. The writer's strike continues. There was a thing today, apparently. I mean, they're nowhere close to getting, to, you know, to, to getting to resolving it. So this, you know, Snow White was on the picket line today. And once again, in spite of everything, I mean, she's crying, oh, poor me. Everyone's trashing me. It's like, well, because of what you're saying, she, she goes off on it again. If we could please play. And this is a quick one. But please play the Snow White soundbite. If I'm going to stand there 18 hours in a dress of an iconic Disney princess, I deserve to be paid for every hour that it is streamed online. So she's saying she's complaining about having to stand in a Disney dress, right? Princess A princess dress, exactly. For 18 (laughs) Um, hours, and therefore she ought to be able to pay she uh, do you have another one of her um, uh, you know we played that earlier where she just kind of goes through and trashing it yeah, but they do have i don't know we don't have it no, no but no, I, yeah no. like jacob address made in china but what we do have is stephen crowder who i think kind of sums up everybody's right. opinion of it if we could please play the crowder soundbite shut the f- up. The, the original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there's a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. 
weird. So we didn't do that this time. She's not going to be yeah. saved by the prince. She's not going to be saved by the prince, and she's not going to be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be. That, yeah, you know, it's really weird. They do that so they seem like they're sarcastic or they're bitter, and they know something that you don't. Hold on a second. Wait. You are being paid millions of dollars to be a dwarfless Snow White who no one asks for. Weird. Yeah. You know what's weird? That these people just shut the f uh, can't imagine. I don't know why Disney doesn't slap a lawsuit on this person. I know. I'm gonna go out and crap on the product. Just, <laughs> I mean, I agree with that, I right? Agree. I mean, I, well, and I think what they're doing is, um, um, you know, Disney is now apparently talking about pulling the whole movie anyway. You know, well, see how the trailer does, and they keep yeah. on. Re- they can't reshoot scenes because the strike and everything else. Um, it was great. She came on and uh, did a teary one. Everybody needs to be kind and nice and and show your good side. And then everybody played emails where she just trashed people and, and right. hated well, and, on them. I mean, and, she is literally the most despicable person since. And Anna you're right. She sort of personifies all the reasons you hate them. And then this from Thomas, doesn't the actress have to sign something to, about withholding um, the, their opinions? I thought the actors typically weren't allowed to talk about the movie before the release. You know, Thomas, that's a really good point. I would imagine that typically you do sign some, sign some sort of thing that says you're not going to trash the movie. You know, uh, you know you're going to p- do appearances and promote it, not Well, trash she's not it. trashing the movie. She's trashing the 1930s. 37 cartoon version everybody loves so she's not trash in the movie right now she supposedly can't say anything that would be promoting the movie and therefore that's not allowed during a strike or some bullshit uh but it's it's what you know, she, she doesn't... thinks it's doing great uh, her and gal gadot and oh all this stupid you know and, and then well, another great one where she says you know she hopes her male co-star gets cut from every scene because that's hollywood baby um, uh, she, she is one of the worst human beings. <laughs> A personification there was, of, of there was a, a, a meme going around that was pretty funny, and it was saying who could play Snow White better than Rachel Zegler? And they had like um, Maleficent, you know, they had the alien yeah. creature, you know, they had all of these <laughs> evil monsters, you know, they had, you know, um, you know, Godzilla. It's like all these people could make a better Snow White than her. It was kind of funny. Charlene is saying they should just call the movie Barbie, and then people will go see <laughs> Barbie too. Well, that's what they're going to do. I mean, that's all they're, I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. And what she doesn't get is she's trashing all of us. She lives in her little bubble and she doesn't get that she's trashing people who just kind of want to go see a movie about Snow White that they liked when they were a kid or that their mom liked when she, you know, that's all they well, want to do. She also went on, you know, she, she had a talking points in one interview. She said, Oh, I love Snow White. Then another one, she says, I saw it as a little kid, hated it. And then I went on the ride at Disneyland and. God, I hated her, you know. I mean, it's just, <laughs> she's just a PR nightmare. A PR um, well, and, nightmare. And this is, and, and this is, uh, Charlene says she's a psyop. That's maybe true. <laughs> then Jacob says her best friend is dopey. And yeah. then, then this from Dr. Donna, Disney did not need help trashing their brand. That's right, true. Right, right. <laughs> and then from Thomas, our producer, it's like, it's mind boggling that the people making the movies we watch apparently don't know the first thing about film. Then Barney, she smoked pot with Dopey. <laughs> then Jacob says Apple wants to buy Disney. Um, you know, I don't know about that, but Jacob also yeah, made yeah, a that's point. Been the rumor. 
some of a lot of this stuff is not working. There is a thing about, you know, New York I was reading, and this is also true. Wall Street Journal has been reporting, I think California too, trillions of dollars worth of businesses are moving out of these woke places, right? Because nobody can work there. Nobody can afford to work there. Their homeless situations are so, you know, are, are so out of control. So, you know, people are awake and, you know, Charlene had earlier asked, that's a good question, Charlene. You know, it seemed like things were kind of going slowly. And then all of a sudden, this destruction has has sped up, you know, and and I think that's true. But I think a lot of it is Trump, right? They're trying to stop Trump and the rest of us in 2024, which is why all of the stops have been pulled out, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. They'll do anything, everything and anything. Because, you know, I mean, I think people now realize that the government is conspiring against them. And you don't have to be... Um, conspiracy theorists to understand I mean when you have the candidates like Ramaswamy saying the government lied on 9-11 and they go oh, that's a conspiracy theory no it's not <laughs> they knew that a Saudi intelligence agents uh, met and, and housed some of the terrorists and they go well you're saying there are agents on the plane he says no I didn't say yes you're dead you know you're dead <laughs> Well, it, it, no, you're right. And people can see it. Um, and, and I think that's why it, it did accelerate, because once you can see it, they have to try harder. You can't, if you're them, turn around and say, OK, I guess we're going to be a good government now and actually, you know, be foreign by the people. It's like, oh, my God, the people are now the enemy. So it it, it speeds up. Um, and I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. You notice now and we can do a show on this again. Maybe we'll get um, Dr. June Depp on all of a sudden, and I don't know if this is just media hype or if there's actually government plans here, but all of a sudden you're seeing now new COVID variant just in time for fall, right? People are going to have to start wearing masks again. That I don't think is going to work. I think that that would be hard to pull a second time around to shut down businesses, to shut down schools, to make people wear masks. You know, I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to fly, but I think they're going to shift quickly to climate change. Then I don't know. What do you think on the whole COVID thing again? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe they last time they did a great job of lying about all the statistics that so many people were dying and everybody was dying uh, when he got shot in the head. It was COVID. So maybe they can do it again. I mean, I mean, the, the, the 1919 Spanish influenza did occur and, and millions of people across the world died. Um, so we get another. What if we get a real um <laughs> influenza i mean yeah no no one's gonna no that is the danger of it nobody this is kind of funny back to snow white from barney what happened to the spell where she laid there and said nothing that's a good point barney maybe that's why she did it because in in the actual snow white she doesn't have a lot of lines for a certain period of the story because she's in a whatever and yeah yeah, she's sound asleep because the evil witch put her there um And then from charlene trump may be the excuse to destroy the judicial system for the rest of us um yeah um i i think that is. I mean, they're clearly weaponizing it. And I don't well, know. Well, they have people like Michael Ludwig, um, who was a big, great conservative hero, and that's who John Eastman clerked for. He's all for the fact that Trump shouldn't be allowed on the ballot in any of these states because he's an insurrectionist because he said so. I right. mean. Right. Right. And then we have oh, from Dr. Donna. And this is true. I think if this is what you're talking about, Dr. Donna, she has fear, F-E-A-R. And I, I used to had read a thing. It's like false evidence appearing real is what fear is. And that's what they're going to use again, too. I mean, that's, you know, but, but fear of the insurrection. And I think, again, why, if you're them, you know, why worry about rigging an election? Just lock up all of your opponents, right? Or tie them right. so up legally. You know, why, why worry about trying to convince us this time? Just 
just declare an emergency and say, if you don't comply, we're going to do what we did to the January 6th people. We're going right, to, you know, we're right. going to have I, the armed IRS agents knock on your door. Um, right, right. I, you know, I think the Democrats are like, wait, why were we wasting our time trying to be tricky about well, things? What, what is gonna... incredible is that right now, approximately the half of the country would vote for Joe, Joe Biden. I mean, that's shocking. That is just plain shocking. <laughs> you do kind of wonder. And they believe we're crazy because we would <laughs> vote for Trump. We're the that's crazy ones. That's a good ones. point. That's a really good point, Chuck. They think we're the crazy ones. It's not <laughs> like, because of like not paying attention. Did you say, and what is it in Maui? It, it's like their left policies. No one's making a big deal about that. It's like they have hundreds of children, I think, who are at school or at home are missing. It's like they're missing. These ch- hundreds of children are missing after. After all of this time, it's like, where, where are they wandering around? Where? Did you know what I mean? It's it's an island. So it's not like they took a bus someplace. I mean, they're just well, lying to you. They, they were dead. But... Well, yeah. So dead, that's not missing. You know, <laughs> that's dead. Um, but, you know, again, they're not nobody's talking about that. Instead, they want to try to blame it on climate change. But that's too that's kind of a stretch because they do have all of these stupid policies that resulted in everybody dying. And they did have to acknowledge, you know, they'd have to acknowledge that so instead they just pretend it doesn't happen right you know there are all those pictures of the maui residents giving the finger to joe's yes um, car brigade right Um, and you kind of go well that's what you get when 99 percent of the island votes democrat but yeah yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, listen, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you to everybody. Thanks for Thomas, by the way, for being on it, playing all those sound bites. Everybody on Zoom, a great chat um, section today, as always. Um, on Friday, we're going to have a guy on who's going to talk about what the heck is going on with the military and the, the kind of the implications that has. And obviously, too, we'll have some um, some wrap up of the, the debate and our, and our thoughts oh, on that. It should be a lot of fun for party. Right. Friday. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye, everybody. We'll see you on Friday.